Gents, let's get to one of our favourite segments on the show. It's bring it back, give it the sack, have a crack. My back and my crack. Let's get to bring it back because on the weekend, start of the second quarter, we saw the Saints group deep breathing, which is a very different approach to maybe some of the team huddles in the past where you have coaches absolutely unleashing hell onto their players in the middle. But this was a bit of mindfulness, which of course is the mental state achieved by focusing on one's awareness of the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations. And it's used as a therapeutic technique. Gents, do we have to be harder on our players or do you like the deep breathing, get in the zone technique? Well, it seemed to work. That's going to work. Every quarter you might see a few clubs adopting it as they did with, um, I think, Richmond a few a year or two ago when Jack Higgins started cracking joke. He saw a few clubs sort of try and copy that. Maybe they would start um, copying the St Kilda trade to do some deep breathing at three-quarter time. Boys, I can confirm very quickly I'm not, but I'm Big fan, no concept of, well, whatever works. Um, I'm sure there'd be plenty of teams that wouldn't even consider anything like this. Look, if you find a formula that seems to be having a positive effect, I say stick with it. This is this is certainly something outside the square, but look, maybe we'll see a bit more of it. But gents, it got me thinking, what are some of the best, most effective and weird in-play traditions that we've seen in our game? Now, the first one was when we watched the last the documentary about the incredible Chicago Bulls in the NBA and the superstar that was and still is MJ, Michael Jordan. We saw a lot of footage there, him smoking those big fat cigars on his playing days and having the occasional beer post-match. Didn't seem to affect his on-field performance, gents. Neither did Dennis Rodman's quick trips to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get all that partying out of the system so he could get his head straight on game day. It's, it's phenomenal what some of these players can do to their bodies and still perform. It's phenomenal. There was a player in the baseball that drank some ridiculous record like 60 beers on a plane. So, you know, sports stars can take a lot. That's a good way of putting it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They can yeah. certainly put their body through all kinds yeah. of rigours. <laughs> Tim Watson reckons that during the 1984 Grand Final, club doctor and absolute champion at the Essendon Football Club, Brucey Reed, had a cigarette at three-quarter time that he handed to champion Paul Vanderhaar. And big Paul Vanderhaar had a couple of drags of it. Can you believe that, Jens? I can because it was 1984, but geez, can you imagine that happening in 2020? Oh. Three-quarter time of a grand final, Frizy. I suppose we're talking about very different times. Even for that day and age, though, that is extremely rare and bizarre, I think. Let's go to a different sport here, gents, because there is a man called Jason Terry who used to play in the NBA. He was the shooting guards for the Mavericks. And one of his weird traditions was he used to like sleeping in his opponent's shorts. And listen to this. He wouldn't buy the fake ones either. They had to be purely authentic game day shorts. Sounds like something that you'd think like a tag or like a Cameron Lee would do, something like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird one for an NBA player. Almost to steal the DNA of the opposition. Whatever gets you in the zone to play, but gee, that's, that's out there. That's really out there. That's a strange one as well. <laughs> Now, one of the craziest ones I came across, guys, was a big fella. And I'm talking, he's a very, very big fella. His name's John Henderson. He's a big NFL player who used to like getting slapped 
to get him pumped up before the game. He would get any old trainer before the game to give him one massive slap and it would really get him in the zone. Oh, Joe, that ain't good enough. Come on, Joe. Ah, thank you, baby. Thank you. You're making blood come from my damn mouth. That's what I'm talking about, baby. You got to make blood come to the mouth. You can't just smack me and don't hit me hard. That bullshit. When you hit a motherfucker, you hit that motherfucker. Let's kick the ass, Kick the ass. Let's go. Let's go. Do you think the trainer would be more scared than the actual player getting slapped in this situation? How hard do I hit him? I've got to hit him hard enough to fire him up, but, gee, I don't want to hurt him. And, you know, all of a sudden I'm in trouble, gee. Gosh, as an opposition player lining up against this guy, you look at him and he's got this massive red hand mark on his face. You must be thinking, what the hell's going on in this club? You do whatever works for you and it's all in the mind, isn't it?